On a scale from one to 10, how confident are you? If it's on the lower end of the scale, you're not alone. It could be the result of comparing yourself to others on social media or from flicking through those glossy retouch magazines or even from past trauma from your school years. But let me just say this, confidence doesn't just happen. Trust me, this bubbly, energetic woman you hear on this podcast once struggled with her own self-esteem demons. But you have a choice. You can listen to that voice saying you can't or prove to yourself that you can. Or you can book yourself in for a glamour photo shoot and leave the room with a renewed air of confidence. Today on the Marketing Me podcast, I'm chatting with Catherine Leung from Heavenly Image Photography. Catherine is determined to help women find their confidence both inside and out by creating images that reflect their very best self. I loved our conversation and I'm sure you will too. Let's jump in. Welcome to the Marketing and Me podcast. If you're eager to grow your health and wellness business via effective marketing methods while maintaining your own health and wellness, this podcast is for you. I'm your host, Leanne Shelton, and I help business owners just like you overcome their fear of failure and find the courage within to step up, show up and make an impact on the world while also living a lucrative life and reaching their full potential. And I do this through strategic marketing advice and engaging conversational copywriting at Right Time Marketing. So feel free to book in a free 30-minute discovery call with me after listening to today's episode. The details are in the show notes. And today I'm joined by my guest, Catherine Leung. Welcome, Catherine. Thank you. I'm, I'm glad to be here. <laughs> Very exciting. So just to give everyone a little rundown on who you are, just read out yep. your bio. So Catherine began her professional career back in 1999 as a photographic retoucher for a Sydney publishing company. Fresh out of university and ready to take on the world, Catherine soon realized she wanted to take photographs rather than retouch somebody else's, I hear. She landed her first photography job at a Sydney portrait studio in 2000 and worked her way up over the next six years to become the head photographer and trainer. In 2006, newly married and with a dream to create a beautiful space for women to be pampered and feel valued, Catherine pioneered Heavenly Image Photography in her home studio. Since then, Heavenly Image has been in three different city locations and Catherine has had three children of her own. She understands the juggle that is motherhood and career that says she wouldn't change it for the world. Yes, I am the same. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of fun during school holidays, which it is at time of recording, but you make it all work. That's it. You do. Every day you make it work. <laughs> yep. Take a day at a time. Um, <laughs> and so can you please uh, share a little bit more about your business journey? What brought you to where you are today? Okay. So, well, as you touched on, I had worked in a studio for six years. Um, that was a glamour studio, um, which I have only just learnt recently is, is uh, that um, 
that word glamour has a lot of negative connotations attached to it, um, which I didn't know. But uh, that's where does. the retouching stuff comes in, right? Yeah, like glamour yes. equals retouching. It doesn't yes. equal natural. And also, glamour to a lot of people equals feather boas and uh, big hair. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I did that. Did that for six years, and it was very much that when I first started. Um, it was we did do feather boas. And we did do the big up styles um, and the soft focus filters. We we did definitely do that. Um, but it did sort of, it did change over the years and became not not so much 80s glamour, um, just more about, you know, people that wanted to just have a, a makeover done and nice photos. Um, but, you know, when I worked there, it was obviously a, um, a very money-driven environment and, I just saw a real potential for it to be something um, that was just a really uh, a beautiful thing, <laughs> not just about money, but actually about because um, it, it, you know, because as a photographer, you work closely with the client and you um, you know you get to know them, I guess, in that hour, and you see the difference of when someone walks in to when someone walks out, and I could see what it did for people, um, but then the end of the experience in the studio wasn't the most positive because it was all about sell, sell, sell. And so it turned into this lovely experience that someone would have into this pressured environment where they were pressured to spend a lot of money. Um, I've been on the other end of that, yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, you know, and that part of it, thankfully I never had to do that, um, that end of it, but I didn't, you know, that that just didn't uh, sit well with me. So. I felt like I wanted to start something that was already doing what I was doing but could do it in my own way and have it be an environment that wasn't that, that didn't end up in that pressured sales um, pitch at the end. Um, Yeah, so that's what I did. I left and I started um, Heavenly Image. Love it. So basically is it you are a lot more upfront with the costs maybe initially rather than save the end? Yes. So you know, I, the way that the studio I worked at was that, um, you know, it was kind of get them in, you know, give them a free session, things like that. And then, uh, you know, and then at the end, you know, they would realize that what they wanted was cost, it would cost a couple of thousand dollars that they didn't have. Um, so yeah, I, I, I'm very upfront. I do it the opposite way. I, I almost try and scare people out of doing a photo shoot because I, I am not a sales person naturally. So I don't want to, um, I don't sit there and try and sell people photos. I want people to just want the photos that they love. You know, if they love them, then great. You know, they buy them. So I'm just more of very upfront from the start. This is, this is how much it would cost if you bought this many or this many or this many, um, and then that way, if people actually can afford that, then they book in, you know, and if they can't afford it, if it's not realistic for them, then they don't. And well, that's it. And that's how it works for most products and services. You know how much it is up front before you get yeah. yourself started. Um, or, or you may, you know, do a free webinar, but everyone kind of knows, yes, it, it probably will end up in some upsell, but I don't have to. I know I'll still get value from it, you know. Yeah. But I guess with like a photo shoot, unless they're happy to oh, I'll just get made up and get photos done, but I never take anything home, which I don't think anyone would really want to do. It's like, oh, no. well, especially they see previews of how they look. And I know that's part of it too. I, I've been on the end of a couple of these, those things. Where you're like, 
Um, yeah, I got one of those free photo shoot things, you know, oh, you've won, you've won it, blah, blah, blah. I think everyone's competition won, how it works. But um, they did, yes. Yeah. (laughs) I used to have to make those phone calls. Those, (laughs) we all, we all were forced to make those phone calls where you had to tell them that they'd won, uh, you know, and, and make it sound really exciting. (laughs) Uh, yeah, but yes. A lot of people do. I get free print, right? And the free print is actually like the size of a glass. And you're like, well, that's not going to be worth it. Yeah, totally, totally. And the thing is that when people would come in and and wouldn't be able to afford it, um, you know, it was just disappointing for everybody, you know, because we'd invested all that time into a photo shoot and making them, you know, giving them the best experience possible. And then if, if at the end of it they can't actually afford to purchase anything. I mean, they've still had a great experience, but it kind of ends in not such a great experience. And I guess it le- kind of would have left a bit of a bad taste in some people's mouths um, having that experience. And that's not what it should be about, you know. No, no. That's, yeah, I'm so glad you've moved away from that. Because I think if, yeah, if you're upfront, like, I know, yeah, some more professional photos done, tell me how much it is. And you need a website done. Tell me how much it is. Exactly. And then I know exactly what I'm, I can go, cool. Not right now, but I will save up and I will make that happen. Cool. Totally. And then you feel great at the end of it. You go, oh, yes, here's my invoice. Great. Yeah, I'm expecting that. That's fine. That's Keep right. everyone happy. You can talk about, you know, refer a friend and you can get something extra as a bonus or something. Just leave it on a nice note. I, I agree with that. Totally. And the thing is that with everything, you know, there's there's different levels, you know, like with, you know, you can go to target and buy clothes or you can go you know there's different levels of of expense and it's it is the same in photography you know and like I don't even I don't even charge as much as what the studio I worked for did charge and there are photographers that charge way more than I do but I'm not super cheap either you know um but and that's the other thing I think with photography it's um it's kind of got a bit of a because I've noticed in the last, well, since I started my business, a lot of people do, there's a lot of photographers out there now, you know, um, anyone can be a photographer, you know, you just go buy a camera and you can be a photographer. And there's, there, it became something that a lot of people were doing as maybe a side thing. Maybe they, a lot of women started working from home or, you know, wanting to do it as a side thing and charging super cheap prices. And so that then affected the whole that that's hard too because it's hard when someone doesn't really know the difference between, you know, what's the difference between that photographer and that photographer? I'm thinking, well, a photographer. Yeah, then it. Yeah, you know, the it's same in the copy the copywriting industry. Same, right? Because you could very easily go into a Fiverr and get someone to write a blog for you. Very, I mean, probably designers as well. You know, and yeah. Canva and all that. Why pay you that much when I can just go quickly pay you know twenty bucks and get that done. And so right. sometimes you're like, oh, there are some writers out there who are totally undervaluing themselves doing blogs for 50 bucks and I'm trying to charge, you know, 400, 500 and they're like, yeah. I can't justify it. You're like, well, yeah, you get the quality, the years of experience in that it will be, you know, optimised and the SEO, blah, blah, yeah. blah. But, yeah, I get that. I, it, I think it happens for a lot of industries and you just kind of. It does. Oh, I don't know, what do you do? It does. And you just, and I guess that's why for me, like what I do, it's it's a very one-on-one experience and it's a very, 
because it's me, you know, when someone books in to do their photo shoot, I am the photographer. You know, it's not when you book into to this, like a studio where I used to work, you could get anybody and you could get someone who's been there for years or you could get someone that's just come out of training that doesn't really know what they're doing and um, you just don't know. But, you know, I think it's when you when you work with a small business and you're working with the owner, you know who you're getting and I guess if you do your research, you know how much experience they've got. You can look at their previous work. You can actually, you know what you're going to get because you can see it. You can see the quality. And so I guess I hope for my business is that people do, if they're looking for a photographer, you know, that, you know, they take the time to look at people's work and, you know, I guess pick someone that they like the work, but also that they, that they think they would want to work with, you know, as well. Yeah, that's very important. And so I do ask you, why do yeah. women usually come to you for glamour and business photography in the first place? Um, yeah, just there's a variety of different reasons. I mean, some people uh, with glamour photography, I think just a lot of people, like women just like to look good and feel good, you know, like, um, you know, we all, well, not, not it, we're not all the same, but, you know, a, a lot of women come in if they say have never had a good photo of themselves or they've a lot of you know for some women it's that they've hit a certain age and they want to document you know if they could have just turned 40 or could have just turned 50 um and they just feel like maybe they've never had a they've never had that experience and they've never captured a really good photo of themselves um so they kind of do that for themselves as a gift I guess um or other people you know gift it to them um I get a lot, I do a lot of mother and daughter shoots. So I think, which is really beautiful, like, and a lot of adult mother daughter shoots. So, you know, they do it, I guess, as a bonding experience um, and just to create those memories and then have those beautiful photos, you know, that they'll have for the rest of their life. So things like that. Um, yeah. And then also do, you know, headshots. So people like business women that want shots for their, you know, website, LinkedIn, things like that. Um, but they want to, you know, I think a lot of women, because because what I do, it, it involves not just the photo shoot, but I work with a makeup artist that does the hair and makeup. So um, it's, you know, when, when people come into my studio, it's really, it's, it's kind of the whole, it's more holistic, I guess. Um, I like to talk to them about you know, what do they, what do they want? What's their dream photos? If they could have anything, how do they want to look and what, how do they want to sort of um, see themselves and portray, how do they want other people to see them? Um, And, you know, it's about like, obviously when you, when you have your hair and makeup done, you know, it's, you're kind of presenting the best version of yourself, I guess, um, externally, you know, Um, but it's also about being authentic too. So, you know, we don't do the same makeover on everybody. It's it's tailored to everybody. So it's about, you know, some people come in and they don't really wear any makeup ever. So we would do a very natural make, makeover on them, like a, like a no makeup look, you know, so that they still look like them, but they feel like it's the best, they're presenting themselves the best way they can, um, you know, putting their best foot forward, you know, and presenting that to the world, but still being authentic to who they are. So it's not about becoming someone you're not or trying to pretend that you know you're someone you're not it's it's not about that at all it's just about presenting the best version of who you are to the world 
Yeah, I love that. I just um, I have memories of different photo shoots I've done, and one is you know at my wedding. I'm like, oh, I just want my hair just out a little bit up because you know most of the time it'd be out. To, I but I've right. really had it fully done, like piled right. with curls. So I'm like, I want to. I remember thinking and saying, it's, I still want to look like me, and yeah. and yeah, and I usually my my makeup's usually basic foundation just because I yeah. I got some blemishes, so you know just cover them up and basic eyeliner and maybe mascara if I'm going out but I have long eyelashes so I right. don't do it all the time so yeah. that's and a bit of lippy so that's kind of like very yeah. basic I don't bother eyeshadow yeah. overworking so that's yeah. pretty much all the photo shoots I've had and I did have a recent um a glamour photo shoot done with a friend of mine actually because I'm like yeah I'm at like my best body weight I've ever been I'm feeling really confident right now let's just that's capture it, it. <laughs> yes that's it. yes yeah. let's do it so um yeah and I, I I really yeah I did enjoy the experience of going I feel really um look I know look, the thing with photography a lot and the glamour mm. stuff is mm. some people see it as being shallow like it's just this mm. surface level but yeah. I know from conversations we're having offline it's it is so much deeper than that isn't it it's yeah the confidence I know it shouldn't be about how you look yeah. but it does play such a big part doesn't it in your confidence level? absolutely it does I mean you know you can't deny that you know if I know you know what I look like when I wake up in the morning <laughs> you know compared to what I look like now that I've done my hair and makeup it's like <laughs> night and day right um and I will feel if I was going to be talking to someone like I am right now I personally am going to feel more confident you know having done my hair and makeup and putting on you know a nice t-shirt than I will if I'm if I've just got out of bed and I, or I'm just in my trackies and you know it does you know how you present yourself it does um definitely change how you feel whether you feel confident um you know and I think yeah like when people come in usually when people come in to do a shoot I'd say the most common feeling people have is they feel nervous <laughs> because they're not sure what to expect and they I guess they're nervous about are they going to look good you know I think that's that's the question like am I going to be able to do what I need to do to look good um and and that's the thing like everybody you know every single like I believe that everybody is beautiful like everybody's beautiful everybody has their own beauty and it's just about you know I feel like my job is just to try and draw that out a little bit of somebody you know and to and I want them to look at their photos on and not even that but just during the shoot during the experience I try to bring as much encouragement to the person as I can during the shoot because I want them to feel beautiful and because if you feel beautiful then you're more likely to look beautiful right because it shows on your face it shows in your eyes whether you are feeling that or not and so I try to draw that out during the shoot and just just try to bring encouragement you know and um you know and I do I do feel that it definitely has an impact on people, you know, and when they, you know, they just get so much encouragement in this studio from myself and the makeup artist. I mean, we probably tell them how good they look, you know, 50 times while they're here, <laughs> you know, because it, and, the, and it's not a fake thing. Like it, it just comes out of us because that's, we like to do that. You know, we, we do, we would do that to our friends. We would, you know, to our family, it's just about encouraging each other and, um, you know, it's amazing what, what encouragement can do to somebody, you know, when you just encourage someone, 
um, it's amazing what that can do to the person. So there's power in it, you know, and so that's what we're all about is just, you know, being each other's little cheer squad, you know, when, when someone comes in, we're like, you know, you, you, you're going to look amazing in these photos. I already tell them from the start, you are going to look amazing. Like you already look amazing, but wait till we're finished with you. You are going to, you're just going to like through the roof, you know, and then, and, you know, and I see them start to through the shoot. I see them start to relax. I see them start to, I try and give them little sneak peeks, you know, on the screen on the back of my camera when I take a really great shot that I just think, oh my gosh, you have to see how good you look. And I show it to them and, and I see them go, oh wow. Like, cause they're not, they might not be feeling it yet at that time, you know, cause some of the poses can, you can feel a little bit strange in, you know, and you know, they might, and then they look at it and they go, wow. And then I see the change. I see them go, all right, like I do look good, you know, and then they start to own it. And, and then we just go from there, you know? So yeah, I just, I love that. I just love being able to encourage someone and have them, have them walk out feeling just like that bit more confident in themselves and who they are and how they look. And, you know, if they can just be that little bit more confident when they leave, then that's awesome to me. Oh, that's a very, very satisfying feeling as they walk out. Just this extra air of confidence, you know, strut as they leave the room. Why not? And you're like, I hope you're going out somewhere nice now to make the most of it. I do. That's what I always say to people because they look so good when they're leaving. I'm like, you have to be... You have to go out somewhere tonight now. You know that, right? You can't, you can't, this can't go to waste now. You have yeah. to be good. You're looking good. You got to make the most of it now. And, and, you know, usually people go, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, tell my husband we're going out for dinner or something like that, you know? Yeah. Um, Cause you're in a really empowered kind of state of mind. Yeah. Right. And I did yeah. want to talk about that with um, the compliment thing. Like you, obviously yeah. it'd come naturally to you because that's, how you you work you know it works for your clients yeah. to get the best photos and they yeah. feel comfortable but just in everyday life i yeah. i you know i do find it hard i have you know, mentioned this before that sometimes someone walk in the room i think they look amazing but a part of me just feels awkward about saying it because obviously you yeah. can because you're in you're all that taking yeah. photos you're capturing them but yeah. it kind of feels awkward i'm trying to get better at it but yeah. saying you look really great today or i love that dress just slipping that into conversation yeah. or even just saying, I admire that about you. We yes. feel awkward about it. Um, so yes. why, why do you think that happens? Why do you think we, we sometimes struggle uh, to boost what? others? <laughs> I think we just get scared. It's, it's about like, it's just a fear thing. I think when we hold back from, from saying stuff, it's cause we don't want to be embarrassed. You know, we're thinking about ourselves more than we're thinking about the person. So we're just thinking, oh, that's embarrassing. What are they going to think of me? you know, like I'm, I'm going to look stupid or whatever, you know, it's a fear thing that holds us back. But, but that's so silly, isn't it? Because, you know, who's going to be angry at you or think you're stupid if you give them a compliment? I mean, they're going to love it, right? They, get, they might be a little bit embarrassed or something, but, but, you know, afterwards they're going to remember what you've said, they're going to meditate on it and it's going to, it's going to lift their spirit, right? So it's, yeah, like we just get over I, yourself, people. Just do it. Just say it. If you think it, I'm trying to do that better. I, I, better at that. So if I have that thought caught in my head that, oh, they look good, I just try to find a moment in the conversation. By the way, your hair looks great yeah, today. Just yeah, try to. And you know what? Like you don't, you don't know what's going on for that person, and you just don't know what 
how good it could be for that person to hear that you know they might be having a really insecure moment or something could have just happened you know before they walked into that shop or whatever it was and that little one comment could just like it could be the best part of their day you're like you just don't even know right so yeah we just have to all get better at just saying it and not being afraid like yeah yeah and I think that I didn't ask you, you know, why do you think so many women like, lack confidence or, or have that fear? Like why? Uh, like yeah. these days, do you think it is, uh, is it a social media thing? Is it just something that's always been around? Because obviously there's glossy magazines yeah. and um, all the rest. And then as more and more women get into having businesses, lacking mm. confidence because they're competing yeah. against the, the male energy, the masculine energy, which yes. is very much a lot uh, more hardcore and so yes. self-doubt creeps in. Why yeah. do you think that, that is? Like what are your thoughts on that topic? Oh, gosh, that's such a big topic, isn't it? But, yeah, I think it's everything that you just said. I think I think it's it's upbringing, you know, like the family that we've come from, um, you know, and then and then everything else that happens in life you know, all the, you know, the high school is a big one, you know what I mean, whether people come out of that feeling confident or not, that can really batter people's confidence. Um, but, yeah, I mean, now more so now I guess, like you said, social media is a huge one. I think, you know, there's just, compar- you know, if, you know, there's just a lot of comparison that goes on with, you know, I think when if you, if you spend too much time on social media, um, you think that everybody has the most amazing life and your life is really crap. And, you know, everyone has the best clothes, the best body, the best life, the best husband, the best house, you know, everything. Um, because everyone puts on there, of course, the best version of their highlight reel, right? Yes, and exactly. if that's all you see, all you see is all the highlights it can make you feel very um, deflated. Like, well, my life doesn't look like that. And I don't have that. I don't have that car and I don't have that much money. And I don't, how has that person got everything? How do they have the the career and the kids and, and how do they, you know, and it's, I think it can be very, and I actually found during last year, during that whole COVID period, like I've got a couple of friends who, I mean, COVID was bad enough as it was when everyone had to go into lockdown. And I think, being in lockdown, people probably spent more time on social media as well. And I think that just was not good for people. Um, like in one way it's good because you're connecting, but then on the other hand it's not good because, you know, how much of it is connecting, how much of it is just looking at other people's lives and how good they look, you know. I think it's that can be, like I've got friends who just aren't on social media anymore. They don't need to be for what they do. And so they just don't go on it because they found that for their own mental health, it wasn't good. Um, so, and I get that. Like you do have to be selective when you go on there. I think what you're doing on there and how much time you spend on there just flicking, you know. Mm, um, mindless scrolling stuff. I, yeah, I get dragged into that for sure. <laughs> sucked in in a second, right? It's it's like a vortex um, and you just get sucked into it and you go on, you know, it happens to me every time. Every time I go onto social media, I go on with a purpose. Okay, I've got to check this or do this or whatever. And the minute you get on there, it's like you see a post of somebody's and then you start reading it and then before you know it, 
half an half hour's an hour. gone by. <laughs> it's got right? half an hour's gone by, yeah. Yes. And, like, and then, you, then you remember, what, what did I get on here for? And sometimes I, f- I can't even remember why I got on there, so I have to get off there to then remember, oh, that's why I can now. I have to remember. Yes, I was checking one message that yes. someone left me <laughs> or a comment yeah. that I had to respond to. Yeah, and that's the thing too. I have... Um, Look, a couple of weeks ago, I, I, I put into my calendar, leave phone upstairs at 9 p.m. at night, put in my calendar for every night. Do you know how many times I've put my phone upstairs at 9 p.m.? Zero. Yeah. <laughs> because I'm always like, oh, but I made conversation with that person. Oh, it's okay. I'll just leave my phone there. I won't touch it. Yeah. It's, yeah, I need to, Um, I know, I seriously have to, or, or tell my husband, go put my phone upstairs, take it away yes. from me at this point. And or, or even make it charge in my office because I don't come into my office at night time. So even just yeah. come in and then I kind of see it first thing when I wake up either. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm trying to get better at that. I'm only, I'm trying as well to just go on and look at what people responded to, like in regards to my business posts and not right. get sucked into the other stuff. But yes, it always happens, right? Um, yeah. So, you have so to fixed on what you're doing. <laughs> Stay focused. Um, and so what are your tips for like feeling confident and beautiful, like either beyond the photo shoot or without getting yeah. the photo shoot done? I think honestly the the biggest thing for feeling confident is feeling like you have purpose, you know, because if you really don't feel like you have any, you don't know what your purpose is, I think that is really knocks about your confidence um and I think that when you discover what your purpose is or or a purpose for the season you're in or whatever because we all you know whatever season you're in there's a purpose in that you know and or you can find a purpose in it um and so I think that's the biggest thing really is is having a purpose for what am I doing right now, you know, and why am I doing this? Whether it's, you know, people might be in a job that they don't really want to be in, for example, and they, they feel a bit lost because they feel like, what am I doing with my life? This is not, you know, how, this is not really what I want to be doing or, you know. But I think it's, it's then finding, okay, what's my purpose for what I'm doing right now? What, what can be my purpose? What am I going to make my purpose, you know? Because um, it doesn't always come to you. I think sometimes you've got to, you've got to make it be like proactive in that and say, okay, what, what can I make my purpose right now? If I'm having to do this job right now, which I don't really want, what's my purpose for this season? And, you know, so that then eventually I'll move on to the next one. Yeah. But I'm and really own it as well. Like own it yeah. like this and don't see it as a negative thing. Or even I'm just thinking of those yeah. who are, you know, full-time parents or something and don't work yes. or, or whatever. Um, don't say, oh, I'm just a stay-at-home mum. You know, say, yeah. no, I am doing an amazing job to support my kids. And then you just, totally. it's, just it's flick, flicking it to the other side, right? So Totally. Like I've got a um, a family member who, you know, she was, she was feeling that, you know, she's got three little kids and her littlest one's only two. And, you know, she was feeling like, and it's the comparison thing. I think you can compare your life to other people who are in a similar season, but they're doing something different. You know, maybe, you know, for her, she's she's not working at the moment and all her friends are, you know, and she was feeling like, what am I doing with my life? You know, I feel like I've got, you know, she and it was just simply because she was comparing herself to 
to her friends. If she wasn't comparing herself, she'd be quite content in what she's chosen to do. But it's that comparison thing. It's like it'll rip you off, you know, every time because you it, it always looks like what someone else is doing is more appealing, you know, it, or, you know, you should be doing that or, you know, but but that's not your that's not your journey, you know, and I think you've got to, you know, for her, she's chosen to be at home. So she just had to remember why have I chosen to be at home? You know, it's a choice and, um, and there's a great purpose in that, right? Like raising, choosing to, to be there for, you know, everything and take them to school and pick them up and be there to help them with their homework and, you know, all that stuff. That's a choice that she's made. Um, and that's a huge, like, that's a huge one, you know, and it's hugely rewarding. So, yeah, I think, yeah, I think just trying to just stay in your lane and not compare yourself to anybody else and just finding purpose in in your lane right now, whatever it looks like, you know, finding your own purpose in that, I think that just will give you the will give you confidence because you'll feel like every day you have, you know why you're doing this and, and then you have a purpose for it. And I think that just brings you confidence. I love that. And so, yeah, that's really doing, uh, delving into the inside confidence within, like uh, like affirmations and things like that can help as well, just kind of saying yeah. it, even if it's faking yeah. it until you make it. You know, I don't believe yes. what I'm saying, but say it enough times and then you'll yes. start to believe it. Um, yeah. And so I guess that's very much for, like, the inside confidence and yes. I think, like, with the outside confidence, I want to get your tips on that too. Like, yeah. I've, I've heard of things of, uh, you know, well, I mean, if you want to, things like if you want to attract abundance, you have to fully love yourself and your physical body and all its flaws. So um, I'm trying to get better at this going, you know, even though there's that little toenail I don't like or something, going, <laughs> no, I, you know, accept that's, you know, the way it is. Um, yeah. Yes, I have some pimples, but it keeps me youthful or, you know, just like... <laughs> So, you know, these kinds of things. Yeah, what was your feedback as well, like in terms of, yeah, using makeup or just or the self-talk or or what are your thoughts? I think with that, um, I think sometimes even just being, choosing to step out a bit and be a bit bold sometimes. Like I think sometimes people hold back because they don't have confidence to, um, you know, like maybe, you know, like we were saying before about, stepping out and, you know, giving someone a compliment, um, that's a confidence thing. And also even for some people it's like wearing certain clothes or like or trying something different with their hair or their makeup, they'd like to but they don't have the, they feel like they don't have the confidence to do it, you know, like or they don't, they're worried about what people might think. Yeah, you know, like because, people go, oh, wait, you've done something different with your hair. What is this? Yeah, that's like different or that's a different lipstick color you're wearing or like they're just too worried about that so they stay in the box that they feel like people have put them in because they they're too afraid to maybe change it up a bit and what are people gonna think you know and I think I just think you know you've just gotta I know it's it's easy to say but I just think it's your life right and it's only short (laughs) life is short you know and I think you've just gotta just be true to you and and, you know, if you want to try something, just try it, you know, like you never know unless you try it. And otherwise, you know, you're just going to be stuck in your own little box, you know, that, you know, yeah. So I think just, um, and it does help obviously to have people around you 
that support you, that you know love you no matter what. So even if you totally changed your look and you <laughs> decided to shave, shave your head or something, that they're still going to love you. You know what I mean? Like, so I think that definitely helps too, for sure. Like having having people that you know, you know, uh, uh, have your back no matter what and they love you no matter what. Yeah, that, that's a big one. Yeah, and I think as well, like the other compliment thing, give yourself compliments. If if you wouldn't say to your yeah. best friend, oh, you, you look terrible and all look fat in that outfit, then why would you say to yourself, you know? like Yeah, just totally. Consider that. Treat yourself like your own best friend. What would you tell your friend? If they're like, I'm having a right. bad day. You're like, it's okay. You know, you've been on holiday mode. You've been eating a bit more, but it's okay. Yeah. You're going to get back into the exercise. You can exactly. do this. Totally, totally. You've got to, you've got to talk yourself up. Me too. And, you know, even like um, a couple of weeks ago, a friend of mine had a birthday and while and there was eight of us, you know, having this um, lunch together and uh, I just randomly said, okay, let's go around the table and let's all say um, either something that we really love about this birthday girl or like a, a memory that you have with her. And and, you know, it was such a great thing to do that because she was so encouraged. Like imagine having all these people saying great things about you, um, how they met you, what you know, or just a funny memory that you had together. And it was, it was just a really great thing to do. But, you know, she ended up saying after that that it was like the best birthday she'd ever had. And, and it wasn't even like the most extravagant location or, you know, it wasn't any of that. It was just purely because she felt loved by all these people and she felt encouraged and like it that's how much of a difference it makes to somebody if you say something great to them about them like it just has such a it does something on the inside right and it just brings joy and then and then I think it builds confidence in someone and then they think yeah I'm pretty good like you know they think I'm pretty good so I must be pretty good you know and And then they'll probably, you know, then they'll be more inclined to do something that maybe they wouldn't have before because they're feeling that bit more confident, you know. So, yes, I just think, you know, encouraging one another is, is one of the biggest things. And, it, and it's catching too. I think like if you start doing it, the more you do it, the easier it becomes, you know, to do. And you, then you just start doing it to everybody. And it's catching. People, when they get a compliment, I think then they're more inclined to give a compliment to somebody else, you know. So it just it it catches chain you know, reaction, yeah. yeah, chain reaction. So yeah. and it's the best kind of chain reaction, yeah. you know, because there's a lot of crappy chain reactions that go on on like on social media with, you know, like yeah. So you don't want to be in those chain reactions. No, another <laughs> negative ones that. Kind of going with spiraling, more stressed. This is why I don't watch the news or really get sucked into those yes. arguments on Facebook because it just, what's the point? It gets me angry. Um, uh, but <laughs> the, yes. the, yeah, the compliment thing, like, I, I love that idea. And I, I've been to a networking event recently. And it's a great team building thing as well. You yeah. pass around a piece of paper, you know, with the person's name at the top, and everyone just writes something like, you are this, right. and just one word. Yeah. And I have mine in front of me, and it's on my pin board. So it's always like, Yes, yes, that's right. People it, see me as this, yeah. you know, and I look at it whenever I'm feeling low. It's like a little, yeah, it's good to have visible. So it's a good team building or at a next networking event or something, you can kind of uh, encourage that. Um, yeah. But, yeah, so oh, I've loved this chat on confidence. I think there's so much 
we've got all, everyone has room to grow in confidence I think because totally. even the most confident person on the outside may or seem confident but when you really drill down they may have insecurities oh, totally. totally everyone so. has insecurities yeah absolutely yeah. And so I always ask all my guests this, Catherine, uh, but how do you manage your health and wellness? Well, that's a good one, especially this time of the year. <laughs> um, okay, what else now? <laughs> usually outside of the usually <laughs> period. Uh, outside of the COVID year, no. Um, I did, well, I do go walking. I love walking. So I do do that. Um, I did that this morning. Uh, I did it yesterday. <laughs> Hadn't done it for a little bit, a couple of weeks, but um, I usually in the mornings when I drop, once I drop the kids at school, when school's on, on my way back to the studio, I, I stop halfway and I go for a walk. Um, and I find that's for me, that's just a really great way to start the day. Um, it clears my head and gets me focused and, um, yeah, that's pretty much the only exercise I do. And, um, and then I just, I guess I try and eat well. I do start my day off with a green smoothie. (laughs) And um, that's probably the healthiest thing I have in the whole day. <laughs> what do you put in your green smoothie? Okay, so I put um, banana, kale, spinach, um, almond milk, and raw honey. And uh, I put this, um, it's called guar gum. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's like a fibery, anyway, it's like a prebiotic thing, fiber thing. Um, and I put cinnamon, nutmeg, and that's it. Yeah. It's so oh it's really I'm telling you it's it's not a it's not terrible tasting it's really really nice so that's my that's how I start the day and yeah but you know working working from home because my studio is at home um you know I guess for me as well like with mental health you know the days where I don't see clients you know um I have to make sure that I'm still interacting with somebody because I feel I need to do that and so you know I find that um yeah I I try and you know at least get on like text somebody or something you know what I mean um because yeah working when you work from home it can be quite isolating um if you go a couple of days where you I mean obviously I've got kids and everything but it's still it's still like hours of the day where you're on your own so um yeah, I find I find like doing the walk and that kind of thing is really good for the mental health too. Yeah, I, I'm very much the same. I'm a people person, but I'm <clears> home, <throat> so it's like, oh well, yeah. I have a podcast with <clears throat> you then, or I have a meeting booked for then. Cool, there's my people to talk to, and yeah, uh, I might go out to a cafe if I really need people around me, and yeah, yeah make it work. Um, yeah, yeah, I love it. And so, uh, how can people connect with you? Okay, so I do have a um, website. Uh, the website's heavenlyimage.com.au uh, and I'm also on socials. Um, Instagram is heavenlyimage and Facebook is heavenlyimage. Um, yeah. Awesome. I'll put it in the show notes. So everyone, look up Catherine and maybe book in a photo shoot for 2021. Yep. Woo, yep. make it happen. Right. <laughs> Woo. Uh, so thank you so much, Catherine. That was a yeah, really oh. great chat. I love talking about this topic. So it's something yeah. that I think that, yeah, so many people are lacking. And just in regards yeah. to the marketing space and personal branding, yeah. it's something you need to get right to then, yeah, promote yourself effectively. People need to get over themselves and That's show it. up online. Yeah. And confidence That's it. is a big factor. 
That's it. And you know what? If you have a good photo of yourself, I think that goes a long way, you know, um, because that's that's the first thing people see, right? And, you know, that's why I think, you know, it's whether you're into getting photos or not, you know, I think it's a it's a good investment to do because it's something you, it's the first thing people see of you when you're in business. So if you want it to, if you want to have that professional look, you know, you, you just have to have a professional photo, you know. Yes, first impressions count and That's you don't it. want one from 10 years ago, people. You exactly. want a current one. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah, with all your flaws, whatever it is, you need to look like yes. you because if they do meet you face-to-face and you look completely different. <laughs> That's right. Um, it's, I know some people who do that. They've got photos that are very old. And yes. Like, it's not what you look like now. No, I know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> wash since then yes. yeah your hair's changed at least five times yeah. um but, well it's my case anyway I'm always changing it um but yeah thank you Catherine I love chatting oh, and I hope you, you thank you I hope you do this now enjoyed too and thank you for tuning in you can find show notes for the episode at marketingandme.com.au if you enjoyed listening please subscribe and leave me a rating and review via your podcast app or at ratethispodcast.com slash marketingandme And if you're interested in connecting with me, feel free to reach out via LinkedIn, pop me a DM, just search for Leanne Shelton. And if you want to learn more about generating leads or outsourcing copywriting, head to my website, righttimemarketing.com.au and book in a free 30-minute discovery call. Until next time, I wish you good health and good wealth.